My top tip, if you are a freelancer, a solopreneur, or, or a self-employed person, basically, if you work on your own, uh, is to sell yourself first and your services second. Today on Strategy Shorts, I'm joined by Adam Faulkner, who has become a shining light for freelancers all around the world. Adam, it's great to have you on the show. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, Dan. Oh, I don't think anyone's ever called me a shining light before. Uh, not even my mother. So that's very kind. I'm a creative entrepreneur, I'd say, as in I have my own business. And uh, I'm, I'm also proud to say a very, um, very proud freelancer. So I'd say that's probably how I would sum it up. Um, I have my own business, uh, but I'm also, I, I like, I now like helping other freelancers kind of develop theirs, grow theirs and, and, and help them to thrive as well. Yeah, there's a couple of really interesting things that I just wanted to, to invite you to touch on. One is your mentoring role with the Prince's Trust, now called the King's Trust, of course, and how that came about. But more broadly, your journey from being a freelancer yourself and running this video production business to providing training and services to support other freelancers like how did that journey take place and when did you know it was time to make that transition for yourself but why don't you talk about the king's trust for us first and how that came about yeah it's been it's been a real honor to actually to be asked to be part of the prince's trust as a mentor a volunteer it, it all came about because of linkedin i i was um i moved to, i moved to belfast and i i kind of made that clear uh, a lady who called Carolyn asked me to come in. We had a coffee. It was, it was really nice. And she said, oh, I think you'd be great, you know, with, with our young people. So I, yeah, so I, so I kind of came in and obviously went through this process. And yeah, I'm a kind of mentor, volunteer. And I, I, it's really, really worthwhile. I, I really, really enjoy it. And um, it's kind of ignited this passion in me, which I always knew was there to, to, to genuinely help people. And you know what? I think it's provided me with this, platform to go and do it you know outside of that in terms of my own business <laughs> so you know offering kind of support and 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 kind of assistance and guidance for other freelancers or the other business owners so do you know what i think it's been a really really pivotal thing that's happened to me and i'm really glad it has so it's it's kind of changed the way i think about my own business so it sounds like there was a bit of a journey taking place that you moved to to Belfast and Northern Ireland and you were talking about your video production business on LinkedIn. So you were already using that platform to get exposure and to meet new people and to network. And this King's Trust opportunity presented itself. Now, would you say, therefore, that that was a real moment where you started to see your own career development taking this new direction, that it wasn't just about your products and services anymore, but it suddenly became, I guess it crystallized or revealed this idea that you could do more than that, that you could become the champion of other people who are, who are on a similar journey to you. Yeah, 100%. I, I think um, I started out with a business where I sold a service and I still do that business. I still have that service. I still make video content, which I really enjoy. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a storyteller at heart. Uh, I used to be a journalist, I used to be a TV producer. So I, I really enjoy fundamentally meeting people and telling their story. So, it, or, you know, I, I, it's still there. But I realized that, that, that there was more to it for me personally um, in that I could sell myself <laughs> as, as, a, as a person who, you know, helps people. I've got a business which sells a service. 
but then I've also got a, a kind of a business within a business that's that's selling me, uh, and the selling me part is you know helping other people to to, to help themselves. Um, but it's obviously a specific audience, so freelancers, uh, you know, self-employed, you know, young people, creatives. So I, it's great, but it all kind of ties together quite nicely, and I think that's that's why it works. Um, but I also I care, so <laughs> I think that helps. So on this journey that you've been on, and what we're going to do is we're going to come back shortly to talk about a framework that I think is focusing on how to sell yourself and position yourself in the market rather than your services, which I think is going to be really, really interesting. But just before we get to that point, I'm curious about when you knew that your career was really taking off in this new direction and you decided, I guess, at some point to double down on that direction. What were those first signs that said the thing you're experimenting with now is the thing that requires your intention and your investment going forward? Like, how did you know that that was something worth pursuing? I think it's really important to listen to what people have to say. I know that sounds really general and I'm going to be specific now, but what I'm saying is I was going to, I was getting a lot of messages and people were saying, that post really helped me today or that this piece of content um, has made my day or this piece of content, you know, and I was just going, well, I didn't, that's not why I did it. I didn't set out to get, it's not why I did it. I wasn't, I wasn't after affirmation. I was just like, I enjoy creating this. It's cathartic for me, but I also know it's going to help other people. And so when people start telling you that they're giving you this feedback, which I, I didn't ask for. But but it's great because you you can go oh okay that's 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 really not only is that nice to hear of course it is positive um you feel like you've made a difference but also you're like it starts giving you ideas you're like okay um I need to do more of that that was the fundamental change I started making content about my audience for my audience obviously from my personal perspective but I was like I'm not just gonna I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna put stuff out there that people can actually use. You know, I mean, like with heart and soul and personality, but that's become the. And so the more I've done that, the more ideas have come because the more ideas have come because more people give you feedback. And then they almost weirdly give you ideas for things. They're like, have you got, by the way, have you got, um, do you have like a kind of course? And I, I was like, no. So I built one, <laughs> you know, do you do, you do uh, mentoring? No, uh, I not. The, well, I do, but I do it for the, the, the King's Trust. And they're like, oh, I'd look, you know, and now, so then you start doing that. It's great. So it, it's, it's almost like you put stuff out there, and then you, you get this feedback without even asking for it, and then you kind of create these new, um, you know, ideas, and then the, you execute them. I'm very good at executing things that I believe to be worth executing. So that's that's kind of how it's happened for me, and uh, it continues to happen to this day. You know, I think there's a couple of really important lessons in there straight away. We're all about practical stuff, and just listen to that last section the importance of listening to the feedback that you're getting. Like I know that some people who are entering the freelance space or setting up their own businesses, it comes with a lot of nervous energy and anxiety, but, but ask your friends, ask the people around you and say, do you think this is a good idea? Get some feedback. Do you actually go out and ask for it? But also as you start experimenting with content, what are people saying to you? Are you getting messages? Are there any comments? Are people liking the content? And if the answer is, no, then you might want to try something else yeah. or, or pivot or grow or evolve what you're doing. But also if people are, 
people are giving you positive feedback, pay attention to it, lean into it and think, well, why did that work? And, and can I do more of that? So I think that is some really, really sage wisdom straight off the bat. But I also wanted to make a point of saying that, you know, what Adam's saying for anyone listening right now or watching right now, Adam's saying he gets loads of messages on LinkedIn and he likes helping people. It's not just hyperbole because I did exactly that same thing. I reached out to Adam on LinkedIn and I said, hey, Adam, I'm making this podcast. Do you want to help me out? And he said yes. So he is genuinely the kind of person who gets those messages, reads them and replies. But in the interest of time, we have got to move on and we've got a framework I know that you want to share with the audience. So Adam, before you tell us what the framework is, who's your ideal listener? Who are you trying to speak to today? I think it would be, I think it, it, it's definitely freelancers. They're my tribe. But I also think it's, you know, obviously we were talking about definitions and, and, and words here, but I'm freelancers, self-employed, you know, the solopreneurs, you know, those, those kind of people. That's, that's who I want to speak to um, with this framework. Awesome. Well, I think it's going to be a really, really interesting one, talking about how to position yourself in the marketplace and not just the work that you do. And I think it's got four elements to it. So Adam, why don't you dive in and talk us through it? Yeah, of course. I mean, the whole concept, for, well, this whole concept for me is, is around selling yourself first and your services second. And I think, if, in my opinion, what I see a lot of is people doing it the other way around. I want to kind of buy things off people, companies, certainly people that I, that I trust. So that's kind of why you have to sell yourself first. But I, I, I like this quote. There's a quote here that I have that's by a, a, a lady called Louise Hay. And it's some somewhere someone is looking for exactly what you have to offer. So it, it, I love that because it's so open in that like, And it's so hopeful and optimistic. And I think that that is so, so true. And you can't be something to everyone. But out there, the right person is looking for you know what you have to offer and that could be a, that obviously it could be a service but it also is a per, as a person so i think that you know when i say i sell myself first my services second i think people remember a person you know i.e me and then they remember the service right so for me it's video production or creative content and i think the more people that know who you are the better the more people that know what you're about and what you stand for you know, even better again. And I think that's the mistake people make. They just go, right, well, I, I'm a, I, I'm a designer. It's like, great. There's millions of those. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's just, you're just not standing out. So I think this is a good framework, four steps, four steps framework to, uh, you know, selling yourself first. And I think, you know, the, the first thing I would say is be good at, you know, telling your story. It's really important. You need to get used to it. People want to hear it. You know what? What's your, what what is that life story? How did you get to where you are now? You know, what do you want to be known as or for outside the work you do? What drives you? What inspires you? You know, what are you passionate about? And I think showing that face behind the work, it, you know, that's going to establish trust, right, with, with clients. And, and it kind of shows people who you really are. It's not enough on its own, but it's a very good way of being like, well, I'm a real person. This is what I'm about this is what I think, this is how I, you know, what makes me tick. And and I think that a lot of people don't actually do that. With that story, as a number two, you need to have a kind of visual identity, which is, you know, it, it, you need you need very good photos of yourself. I'm not saying like 
expert photos. I'm just saying good photos that show your personality and the person behind the work, you know, whatever that line of work is or that service, you know, as a, as a, as a freelancer, self-employed, solopreneur, you are the brand, right? You are the face of the brand. So if you can't see your face, then we, you know, we don't know the brand. Again, it's not something you have to do overkill. I think that the problem is people take some of these things and just go, right, right, I'll just do it all the time. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying that, that you know, on a, there's a balance between it. And I think for, with, with kind of imagery or visuals, it's not just about what you look like. It's, it, it's showing the values, you know, what you like as a person, what your brand, personal brand stands for. You know, like I posted a picture today of, of me dressed as someone from Kiss, right? I want people to think, that there's a bit of humor to me. It's not just me in an office with a laptop. Like, that's not really me, to be honest. So I'm not going to, there's, there's a creativity within that visual, you know, visual brand. And when people see those photos, they'll feel like they know you better, you know, and it builds trust that you're, you're really dealing with a, a real person. And I just think that it's, it's essential if you work, obviously, for yourself. The next one is, is building a, an online presence. And I think that I've got pretty good at this. I think it's the probably the quickest and biggest opportunity to show who you are, you know, share share that personal brand of yours because we live in an era of self-promotion that, that is so much more possible now. Like, and I think that if you, I understand people's, oh, I don't really like that, but if you, it's up to you, but you won't, you won't get very far without it. And that's just, the, that's, that's my opinion. I think that's the truth. You know, you have to live it. You have to let other people see it. It follows you around wherever you go and whatever, wherever, you know, wherever you promote and interact online, that consistency is vital because it's basically just you being yourself. <laughs> it's just, but obviously there's a strategy to all of these things. But the point is, if you're not in the game, it's not, you're not going to go anywhere, right? You know, people like working with people at the end of the day. So, you know, putting your best self out there is just, it has to be authentically you. And, and there's no point pretending to be super serious if you're, you know, a more playful, witty character, because that's actually ends up being a USP. You know what I mean? So I think that's a really good one. You know, it's it's really important that you do that because you'll stand out for your personality and not just your work. And uh, step four um, is, and I th I think a lot of people don't do this enough. Is I think you need to think like a thought leader in in the industry or industries that that you you know, a part of or want to be known for because it's it's a huge mistake. This kind of feeds into the other three that I've mentioned, right? It's a big mistake to think, to just be a taker and not think about what value you're bringing to other people. I'm just going to say this now. I, I, I Last year, I've studied, less than a year, studied freelancers. I know what they're good at. I know what they I know what they suck at. I just but I've made all I've made so much of my content about them. And my pros my presence online has grown very fast because of that, because I'm talking to them. You know, I'm making it about the audience. I think like a, a thought leader, the opportunities come to me because I, I basically have presented myself as that. So whatever your industry or sector, you should use that knowledge that you have to educate and inform and entertain others. Like it might it might seem like you know you're kind of putting too much out there but that but people want that they want they, they, what give them a reason to come to your 
you know, your, your, your social media or, or your website, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like you need, you need to, you need to basically treat them with, with this kind of respect that you're like, okay, like I hear you. And this is, this is content and, and information that I think can help you. And, and I think that that is a real, real good one for people, but a lot of people don't do that. So we've got loads and loads of value in here, right? So we've got that, that first point, which is get good at telling your story, which I think is so important for people to, to get comfortable. If you're not sure what to say, like if you're just starting out, yeah. just start with your story. You know, start talking about those stories and start talking about your history. The second thing being visual identity, getting good photos of yourself, I think is such a top tip because, you know, like me, I'm always the one who's taking the photo. Like I'm often not the one who's getting photos taken of me, which is a great shame. The third thing there is to build your online presence. And I think the really important thing you said here is just about being yourself, making sure that you are just being authentically yourself, which really relates to those other two points as well. And then the last piece, which again is, is super interesting to think like a thought leader, where are you adding value? Now, like I said, loads of value contained there. And, and as we come into Lando, what's the, what's the first thing that people should focus on? Like where should they start with this framework or with your advice today? I think this telling your story is a really good start because you'll get, you'll get more comfortable in your own skin doing that because you'll feel like, oh, hey, this is my story. This is what makes me tick. And then people get to know you and go, oh, that's, that's very, I, I res that resonates with me. Once you do that, you can build in these other things because they trust you. Selling yourself is not just about doing that to, to get work. I think that's the problem. If it's too cold to be like, well, I'll just sell myself, I'll get work. You will get work, but the point is, you might also make some really good friends <laughs> or good connections. I don't know, I, I've got loads of friends that I've made because of like LinkedIn that I've never even met. And I just think that the more you do this, this, this kind of framework, it's great because people will go, right, I know that person. Uh, I know what they're about. Uh, I know what they're bringing to the table and what value they're bringing. And then also like, you know, <laughs> and then they, just get, they, they might just then go, Oh, what? Oh, what? Tell me more about your services. But I guarantee, if you sell yourself like this, people will just come to you anyway. So you won't have, you won't have to sell anything. So I think that's the most important thing, right? That that people need to focus on telling their story. Lean in to who you are. Lean into your authenticity. And actually, if you're doing that, the right people will begin to find you. The right opportunities will begin to open up for you, Adam. It's been so great having you on the show. I'm glad we were able to, to finally make this happen. Thanks for making some time for Strategy Shorts and let's speak again soon. Thanks so much, Dan. I really, really enjoyed that. I, I, I love the kind of practical nature of it, the strategy rather than just me telling you about my life story. So I really appreciate the, the, the way you're doing it. And I think, you know, I, I wish you the best.